just because the NFL season is now firmly in the rearview mirror does not mean the betting season is over. Oh, no, 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 no. There is still plenty of opportunities to put a little something-something on the games. The NBA, college basketball, NHL, yes, golf. No matter what tickles your fancy, there is still plenty of action to whet your appetite. But just remember, where you bet is every bit as important, if not more so, than what you're betting on. That's why I tell my friends to go to mybookie.com. Oh, but my state just approved it. There's a big DraftKings fan duel, whatever. No, 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 no. Johnny come lately's. My bookie has been ahead of the game for years now. And why does that matter? Oh, I don't know. In a million ways. Better lines, better payouts, less rules, you name it. Plus, you get a bonus with me at mybookie.ag. Use promo code ZABE, Charlie, Zulu, Alpha, Bravo, Echo, and have your deposit matched halfway up to $1,000. Now, make sure you read the rules on payouts regarding bonus wagering. It does require certain levels of wagering to collect your money. But if you just want to bet straight up, you don't want the deposit, you want to make a one-time bet for a million dollars, win it, and then walk away, Fine, you can do that as well. That's a free cash bonus for making your deposit. Use promo code ZABE to claim the offer. Bet, win, and most importantly, get paid with my bookie today. Today on the ZABEcast, the Jeff Bezos rumors are heating up around the Wolfskins, and now we find out that Bruce Allen may have been slinging the mud behind the scenes. Color me shocked. Am I too mean to say old people probably shouldn't have smartphones? We got an emergency golf gang mini pod on Tiger with Ronis and Thomas. All that plus best of today's Twitter jabs and uppercuts. Your 45-minute dose of pure me is locked and loaded. So buckle up and let's go. Here we go. Thursday, February 25th, 2021. Thank you for downloading. So... Today, I went and took my MacBook Pro, 15-inch, circa late 2015, to the old repair shop to get a new battery installed. This is a MacBook Pro that has served me very well. It had a screen issue in which the you know, screen became, it started getting delaminated, so to speak. So I had them replace that, and it's a beautiful new screen. The machine works great. It just has a battery that is not really performing right. So I'm like, all right, let me go to this place. Uh, you break, I fix. You break, I fix. And it was $200 installed out the door. And I said, you know what? Let's do this. Because as much as I have raved about the new M1 chip Max, I got to be honest, they're behaving in funny ways for me. And I have more programs, legacy programs that still don't run natively on these new chips. And it's starting to frustrate me. Also, this MacBook Pro, this 2015 model has all the ports you want and need, including a good old HDMI out, as well as a card reader for my cameras. Well, guess what the new MacBook Pros due out in late 2021 are supposed to have? That's right, an HDMI out and a card reader. Well, finally. So as I'm in line 
well, one much of a line, but I was behind one other gentleman at the you break, I fix place. And it was an older gentleman and he was bringing his phone in because the battery wasn't charging and he wanted, he wanted a new battery for his phone. Excuse me there. Voice is kind of going. He wanted a new battery for his phone. Well, the very helpful youngster behind the counter, very patient said, sir, it's not the battery. That's the problem. I looked up your, uh, you know, system operating software. You haven't updated it in two years. That's why it's not charging correctly. Now, I don't know if that's true or not, but that's what he said. Well, the old man was like, what does that mean? I don't understand. He's like, well, you just have to update the system. And the old man blurts out, I don't know how to do that. And the guy's patiently saying, well, if you take it home, you press this, you go over here, the gear icon, it's under settings and general, and you, you download it and it just updates the system and then your battery should charge normally. He's like, I don't have Wi-Fi. <laughs> they said, do you have Wi-Fi at home? He goes, I don't have Wi-Fi. And they're like, but do you have internet? He goes, oh yeah, I got internet. And I'm thinking, there's no way he's plugging in a Cat6 cable uh, to his computer to have no Wi-Fi at home. He just doesn't know what Wi-Fi is versus quote unquote internet. But what I was struck by, and he asked several, and he was still just so quick. I don't understand what's going on. How come this? Ah. I was struck by just how quickly he said, I don't know how to do this. Almost angrily. Like, how dare you ask me to know the basics of how this miracle device, this pocket computer that is a thousand times more powerful than a room full of computers that helped put a man on the moon back in the 60s is. I thought to myself, and I did make a comment after he left uh, to the uh, young man behind the counter. I said, you know what? That old man should just go take his cell phone, throw it in the river. That guy does not need a smartphone. Get him a dumb phone. Get him a flip phone if he really needs one or just no phone at all. It cracks me up that old people seemingly, the ones that are still lucid, obviously, should be able to learn better and be patient. And because they're usually retired, they should be able to figure out the basics of how their devices work. But it seems like the older you get, the less you give a damn about actually learning shit. And you just want to go to a store, shove the phone in somebody's face and say, here, I break, you fix. <laughs> of course, my dad is not much better. And my dad is very savvy or should be very savvy when it comes to computers. He worked for the U.S. government, the U.S. Department of Agriculture as a computer systems analyst. He's got, he's got like four laptops that are all the same that he keeps buying off of eBay because he wants to, I don't know, have duplication in the specifics of the laptop. These are older laptops that have the big square screen, not the 16 by nine. I'm going to watch movies on my laptop type of laptop. And he, he gets them because he wants extra parts and he's got a computer at home in his office that has got all these different spare parts and stuff he's put in it and motherboards and uh, extra hard uh, extra hard drives, extra RAM. So he knows computers, but man, when it comes to his iPhone, there's a ton of shit he doesn't know and doesn't seem to care to know. 
And I love it that my dad, he will smash the icons on his, on his touchscreen on his phone, where instead of just gently pushing it, he does this big windup with his finger two feet away from the screen. Bam! Dad, you, you don't have to do that. You just, just, just tap it. And he'll do the big two-foot windup. Bam! And he'll look at his phone. It won't respond in the way that he wanted right away. And what does my dad do? He then starts mashing the icons on his touchscreen even more. And then all of 0.6 seconds later, he starts cussing at his phone. Damn it, I'm pressing this. It's not working. Dad, slow the hell down. Just relax. But am I mean to say, if you're like this guy at the store and you and you go in, you're like, my, my, my battery's not charging. And the guy says, you need to update your system that you should at least follow up with a thoughtful question or a request for, oh, tell me how to do that. Instead of just barking out almost angrily, I don't know how to do that. Well, old man, you own a smartphone. You're going to have to learn a little bit as to how the thing works. So it looks like Bruce Allen has been behind the scenes slinging the mud against his former boss and former drinking buddy, Daniel M. Snyder. Front office sports, A.J. Perez reports that John Moog, founder of the investment banking firm Moog & Company, which is the third-party broker trying to get the minority partners that Dan Snyder has out of the Dan Snyder and the Wolfskins business, that would be Fred Smith, Robert Rothman, and Dwight Shar. They're trying to get their shares sold at the highest price possible. And they've been apparently engaging, according to Snyder and his attorneys, in an orchestrated smear campaign that has involved one Bruce Allen. Dan Snyder's lawyers say that there is something like 87 phone calls on record between Moog and Allen, and that there are also a bunch of text messages and emails as well that prove that Allen was facilitating this kind of negative PR campaign to try to force Dan Snyder to sell his majority share and get out of the team entirely with the minority partners. Meanwhile, who is now waiting in the wings? One, Jeff Bezos. Front front office sports also said that Bezos has quietly started to inquire about possibly owning, if not a majority stake in an NFL team, a minority stake in a team. And so him with infinity money is sitting there with the headquarters two, HQ2 for Amazon being built right in the shadow of the National Mall on the Virginia side, waiting for perhaps the Venus flytrap of the NFL's investigation into the cheerleader scandal and other scandals to snap and swallow up Snyder Hole. At least that's my fantasy. Reality speaking, I think Snyder somehow wiggles out of this. I think Snyder somehow lives another day. And no, I don't know if Bruce, I don't know if uh, Jeff Bezos would be any better. I don't care. He cannot be any worse. And he's got infinity money. He's got much more sway on Capitol Hill. He would get a better stadium built in a better location. 
way quicker than Dan Snyder can at this point. And that means a lot. So I'm all for Jeff Bezos hopefully swooping in if the NFL decides, you know what? Everything is in place. Minority partners have flushed out the dirt to make Snyder look bad, to make the league look bad. We got Bezos ready to buy. We need to pull Snyder over and say, it's over. Ron's calling me back right now. Doesn't know that I'm uh, recording. Call you in five minutes. So says the instant text message. All right. Speaking of Ron, I just got off the phone with him. You're going to hear Ron right now. Ron Thomas, John Ronis, emergency Capital Golf Gang mini pod on the Tiger situation. Emergency miniature Capital Golf Gang podcast. John Rodas and Ron Thomas on the phone together in the wake of this Tiger Woods news. Boys, good evening. How are you guys? Good morning, Steve. Yeah, we're good. What the hell? Why is the (laughs) Tiger Woods saga such an epic adventure of glory and pain and tragedy and mishaps. I mean, just when you thought he had gotten on this stable cruise control in life, this happens. Who wants to tackle that one first? Go ahead, Ronis. Well, I mean, it's first of all, let's just say thank you that he didn't die. Yes. Because, you know. Can you imagine if he had, just to interrupt, sorry about that, one year after Kobe Bryant, imagine if Tiger Woods dead. California, single car accident, unthinkable. The sports yeah. world would be flipped on its head. Yeah, and it's, 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 I mean, looking at what happened, it's, it's incredibly fortunate. I'm not sure if the car flipped completely or if it just flipped on its side. But no, no. It, 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 did you not read the report? It went 700 feet rollover. Yeah, I, I just didn't see any broken glass on the top. Yeah, I didn't and either. Roof and, you would think saying, it's a hot crush that all the windows would blow out. Yeah, uh, they're saying something different today, Steve. I don't are know they really? Heard it. Yeah, he went. Wow. He hit the median, went through, then hit the curb on the west side of the far lane. He was going northbound of the far west side of what would be concrete. He hit that, and that sent him into the air, where yeah. he took out a tree. And then oh. the car landed on its side. So he was oh. flying through the air. Oh, yeah. shit. And they showed, Ronnie, did you see the footage today and Zay, of him? They have the car driving down surveillance. Oh, they do. Um, and it doesn't look like it's going at a, at a very high rate of speed. I think there was another car in front or something. And so it didn't look like he was just completely out of control. Um, you know, it just strikes me that he took his eyes off the road. And How do you again, know he did? I don't just strikes me as, is that, that he took his eyes off the road and, and that's what I'm hoping for really. I'm, and I'm yeah. hoping that, well, he's that's not, not going to be charged. Yeah. He's not going to be charged, uh, with what, well, with, I don't know. He's not going to, well, he could be charged no, with reckless right. driving. Yeah. No, they're saying he's not getting charged with reckless. There's nothing that they discovered at the scene or with him that would charge him reckless. They said that there will be something associated with the accident. How do you launch your car in otherwise, you know, no weather conditions, no one on the road, 
You're not swerving to avoid a muskrat or something. How do you not get a reckless for that? Isn't that the definition of reckless? You lost forward control of your vehicle. Yeah, there's there's uh, there's certain terms that go along with it, but there's something called distracted driving. And that distracted driving is what caused an accident. That's what they're referring to. That is, is deemed an accident. Then what caused the accident is what the citation will be. But the reckless driving is a, and I, I'm not a lawyer, but they said something like that's a misdemeanor or a felony, felony huh. misdemeanor or something like that. And they don't, they're not classifying this in a reckless driving. All right. So there he goes. I, I'm looking at the video right now on TMZ. They don't have video of the crash, but they have him driving right. down the road. And no, it didn't look like he was going a million miles an hour. Yeah, yeah. So, so the inter- there is an interesting bit of news that came out from, again, I mean, I know TMZ isn't known as a reliable source. What are you talking California. about? Yeah. California, it's really good. Uh, They're but good everywhere. Yeah, well, you're right. You're right. Okay. I don't know if you I think more of the show itself, the television show, which okay. is so annoying. All right, what but I, I don't know if you heard about him leaving the hotel. You heard that, right? No. Yeah. Oh, he was leaving the hotel. He got stuck behind someone in the I guess the valet area, the overhang of this very nice hotel, and they were loading or unloading for uh their luggage. He was stuck and he was very, they said, agitated and impatient and upset. And they were happened to be filming a show at the same that they were right. getting ready to film a show there. And the, the producer, the director of that particular show, network show, was pulling in at the same time Tiger was pulling out. And apparently he almost hit him and he almost hit him hard because he was going so fast. And it was so bad that this producer was freaked out and shaken when he got out of the car. Wow. And uh, so they said, you know, so he was running late. They said that he was actually yeah. going to Riviera. Yeah. To film a no. spot with David Spade. One, one hour away. No, 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 no. no, no, no with Drew Brees. It was with Drew was, Brees, and he was not going to Riviera. He was going to something wood, you know, everything's wood up there. Something. No, I know, but that's what they said. But the, uh, but then they ended up saying he was going back oh, to right. Riviera. That, Time out anyway, for a second. He, well, he was an what? hour. He was, yeah, go, go ahead. ahead. Go ahead. He was an hour. He was an hour away, and it's L.A. and he's late and he's pissed off because he's yes. boxed in, so yes. he's driving too fast. Probably texting, yeah. right? Well, that's what <clears throat> I think. You know, that I think that he he went to text. I'm late, and in that second, that was it. Mm. And you know, let's face it. There probably is some sort of medication involved that that stunts your your thought process or whatever, a little bit. I'm not saying that he was under the influence of something dramatically, but you know, if you're on anything, even at the slightest dosage, it could just make you a little slower or a little bit unaware or something like that. Two things that I have to say. First, as you said, John, it's wonderful that he did not die. It is, it would have been beyond tragic. My son and, and kids all over, especially with the relationship he has with Charlie and how that has been revealed on television Mm -hmm. in such a neat way. You know, we've got more people who are realizing his greatness at a young age. Uh, But the the thing that I will say is how about the ad for Genesis for the safety of this vehicle? And I know Steve, you're into that stuff. I know you're into the the plane crashes and all these different things, but what an amazing uh, advertisement for this new GV 80 or whatever, which looks really cool. It's going to go further because 
they're saying that most of these new cars also are equipped with basically a black box. So it's going to know exactly what speed he was traveling when the speeds changed drastically or maybe when the wheels came off the ground. Right. And um, they said the deployment of the airbags and everything um, and the way the seatbelt and everything was set up, that saved his life. I'm just the seatbelt. The seatbelt, you can't stress. Who? A 15 and a half year old taking a lesson this afternoon. I said, you heard about, it was a female. You heard about Tiger Woods? She said, yeah. I said, what'd you learn? And she goes, I, I don't know. I said, how about never text and drive? How yeah. about always put your seatbelt on? By the way, who, those are the basic who, things. Who doesn't wear seatbelts in this day and age? <laughs> you know what? I think I think more people wouldn't. Do you know anybody that doesn't wear a seatbelt? It would have to be a real old car because that beeping sound is so annoying that you right. put that seatbelt on. Well, I, yeah, I don't know anybody. I, I, I think most people now are conditioned where you feel naked if yeah. you're not wearing a seatbelt. I actually yeah. knew a guy in radio who had this beautiful Lexus LS460, one of the big luxury boats, you know? And he had the dealer design for him a shortcut seatbelt connector that went behind him on his seat to short circuit the the dinging that said yeah. seatbelt disconnected. I was like, Tom, what are you doing? You're sp-. He's like, I know. I just, I, this thing's so good. And they got airbags. I just, I feel comfortable this way. I'm like, you're no. crazy, man. Yeah. So, so anyway, Steve, yes. Okay. On. Go ahead, Ron. Steve, the first question you asked, and I think it was a great first question is, was about Tiger himself. And this, this, like this black cloud that reveals itself on too many occasions and all the money, all the fame, all the wealth. So what is there a dichotomy here that it is too much fame, it is too much wealth, it is too much, I'm not gonna say entitlement, but why is Others it that have all the great why do all of the great ones, the young great ones or the great ones, why do they barely last? What is you know, it? Because music, you're, because movies. because your premise is false. They don't all end up dying young. You're oh, thinking of a handful of select ones. Uh, you want to say too much money, too much fame? How come Michael Jordan has not had this kind of adventure in his life? Well, his father got murdered. That's not his fault. Right, I get it. Steve, I want to hear your take. I appreciate <laughs> my, your takes on these things. Well, I want my, to hear it. I, I, I don't know. I mean, I, I actually have here in my notes, is Tiger cursed? There you Back go. injury, scandal. The car accidents, plural now, well, or is drugs. he just right? Or is he just reckless to the point yeah. where he still hasn't gotten it? I don't know, but it's almost like at this point, I'm prepared for another big event, one way or the other, and I hope it's not negative in Tiger's life. This can't yeah. be the last chapter. Yes. What about, you know, I think that we're all put on this planet for a reason. And there's a reason that great wealth and fame is given to some people, because when the downfall happens or when accidents happen, it makes more people think about that accident or that downfall because more people know that person. Hmm. There's not Mm -hmm. many people who know Tiger Woods, but there's people who think they do because of his fame and fortune. And I think we're all just put on this earth for a reason. And it teaches people those lessons um, in a grand scale. That's, that's the mean, only thing I can say. How about LeBron James? No drama with him off the court. Guys, yeah. Ward Cleaver with a 42-inch vertical. 
And uh, yeah. nearly a billion dollars in the bank. How come no yeah. drama with Tom Brady? Not everyone that not everyone that's famous and rich ends up with this kind of craziness going on in his life. So so is the craziness a result of the entire cocoon in which he was raised? Sheltered. Can't, can't be because he's lived too much. He should he should have but, long ago course corrected so that this shit doesn't happen. Mm, they say you never had anybody to teach you right from wrong. I, life has been teaching him right from wrong. Right. Unless he's unless he's not learning. Now again, exactly. May, may, yeah. Maybe this accident is something that could happen to anybody on this death curve of road, but I don't really buy it because I've driven for let's see, fifty two minus sixteen is how many years? Mm-hmm. I've driven 36. my whole life. I've been in very 46. few, very few car accidents, especially none when the conditions are perfect, and it's a one car accident. I've never launched myself. Yep. It, you know, Joey Chitwood style into a fucking tree. Joey Chitwood, yeah. how do you know that name? You know why my dad taught me that name. You know That's it because you're because you're a racing my, guy, so you know well, Joey Chitwood. My grandfather Chitwood. used to perform with him. That is crazy. He was a daredevil. Yeah. It's insane. I can't believe you just said that. That's insane. Crazy! You just freaked me out, man. <laughs> that, hanging up. That, that was one of my dad's classic lines growing up. He'd reference Joey Chitwood. <laughs> great. That, and I still laugh about your dad. What we talked about uh, on the other podcast was your dad used to watch you do a project in the garage and be like, "What are you trying to do here?" Or what you, yeah, what, you're right. What are you doing? What's the here? end game? Yeah. What are you What are you trying to do? <laughs> what are you trying to do? I can just see your dad do it. <laughs> All right, let's get to the injury itself. So he's basically got a tibia and fibia that are broken, that's broken in two places, same length of bone, and not just broken, but shattered broken with this comminated or whatever they called it type of break. He also has ankle and foot injuries. It sounds awful. The only saving grace is that it's his right leg, which, as you guys know, is the less stressed leg, although very important, right, Ron, in the golf swing? Sure, of course. But his left knee has the one that's got the five surgeries on it. So he's going to come out of this with a completely reconstructed right leg and a left knee that's got five scars on it and a back that is not fully healed. Will he ever tee it up again in a PGA Tour event? Yeah, I say yes. Yeah. I'm yeah, not betting against if, him. If, if I say hear, yes. If you want to hear, I did a little research on this. So my brother-in-law, he did the tibia, fibia, um, and ankle destruction twice. Oh, really? Uh, once, once slipping on ice and, and came down on all the weight, and what? second um, on a rope swing. Uh, both at forty, around forty-five years old. The first surgery that he had, they tried to put Kevlar in the ankle. I'm I'm talking more about the ankle. The tibia and fibia, the tibia is the big bone, the fibia is a little one. Um, They're going to be kind of secured if they can with the the plate and the screws that they talked about on the news. The first one they went in and tried to do this with Kevlar failed completely. Um, The second time you went to this guy named Meyerson, who um, is the best in the world at it, and they do something called a tightrope surgery where they try to get all these bones in place in the ankle and they basically use cadavers and stuff like that to try to get these things and set naturally that way. 
Mm. And interestingly enough, the second surgery was done by Vinny Serrato's wife. Yes. Who studied under this Meyerson and is also known as one of the top in the world. Sidebar, sidebar on this real quick. Vinny Serrato, the former director of, uh, or the GM, I guess, of the Redskins, under Dan Snyder, a certified hee-haw stooge of a former college bag man who <laughs> yeah. used to be Lou Holtz's cheating guy that would give money to players. He is actually oh. married to a doctor, a surgeon, who is top flight. And I remember yeah. hearing from this doctor that was looking at my wrist years ago, who was the team ex-team doctor for the Redskins, and he said to me, he goes, you know, that Vinny Serrato's a real idiot, but man, he has married a prince a princess of a, of a doctor who's really, yeah. really good. So I heard that story a long He's time ago. Yeah. So anyways, he had all this stuff done, and there's going to be a lot of the same stuff that Tiger's going to have to be done. But my thing was, tell me now what you feel. So you, he's now 55 years old now. On a wet, bad weather day, he feels this thing. He said he does not have the mobility in – he did on both legs. He doesn't have the mobility in either ankle. He said he has cankles now. You can hardly see Oof. kind of definition in his ankles. Um and he said he can't run anymore. Oof. And he says when he like breaks laws in the in the logs in the yard and sticks in the in the yard to throw in the fire, he doesn't stamp down hard because he'll feel it the next day when he's Ooh. trying to break a stick over his with his foot. So the mobility aspect of that required to transfer from the right side into the left side is also going to be something that is not going to happen. It's almost the equivalent of the fusion situation that he has in his back, he may have something similar to that when it's all said and done in his ankle. Well, and then that begs the question, how badly did he re-enter his back or injure his back? Right. I mean, John, yeah. you've had those surgeries. You've had two? Yeah, yeah I've had two. So and, you know, what, how, I, what do you think? I honestly believe that he would have more rib breaks and shoulder issues and things like that if it – if it kind of got to his upper body, I think what happened is he had the blunt trauma of whatever he hit. He hit a tree, I guess. Yes. I mean, a telephone pole. And so that that's where the floorboard, because he was, like you said, Ronnie, he's probably in the air. The floorboard came into his legs. Right. And crushed the engine. Ben Hogan. Yeah, the engine. The firewall. Yeah, the yeah. firewall came yeah. in. So oh. just like Ben Hogan. So you're talking nerve damage and all this other stuff. And that, and don't forget, these guys walk. Right. So I think that the mobility and all those things combined are going to make it, I think, impossible to compete at a high level. But I think he will tee it up in a PGA tournament. He'll try. He'll 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 yes. grind yeah. his way to recover. Do you think he'll still have the heart to mount this comeback at his age? I think I he think will. He He's Tiger Woods. That, that would be that'd way. be that'd be where my betting money would be. But I'm not saying it's a lock. No. Not saying it's a lock. Well, I think it's just all very sad. But yeah. it's not hard to believe. That's the thing. Well, you're not you're not freaked out with disbelief. No, you're like, no. God, it's really sad. But you know, you no, know. you're right. In fact, there was apparently a, there was a TV sports anchor. I think it was an ESPN anchor who made the comment that he he wasn't surprised to hear this news and he had to apologize for it because you know. That's the state of the world we live in. Of course. Yeah, you got to apologize for everything. So, is that just you guys think the pessimistic dance with the devil enough times you're going to get kind of burned? I think it's just, uh, 
a, a combination of marginal character and bad decision making. That's never a good combination. <clears throat> and and probably I've been there. Chronic, I know probably yeah. chronic pain with this back yeah. that is requiring still heavy sedatives and painkillers that he is not fully, I think, reckon with the need to really be careful about using them. Because you saw the interview with Nance on Sunday night, right? Yes, a little bit off. Yeah. Yeah. People noticed it too. And yes. I, I can't blame him being in chronic pain like that. He looks he looks a little bit bloated. bloated yeah. and just to, yeah. The eyes were a little bit droopy. Yes, yes. Yeah. I don't know. It's, and and there's feels... a couple points where the speech was a little slurred. Yeah. Well, as a as a as a parent that we all are a father, you just the immediate thing I thought of, and I think we all agree with Charlie and Sam. Yeah, I wanted to ask you guys that. I I was I know the specific time and place that I heard about it. Let me know what your Zabe. You go first. What was your inner gut? I mean, emotionally, when you heard the news immediately, you didn't know what exactly happened. How'd you feel? No, I mean, felt terrible. Felt sick. Sick. Yeah. Yeah, rotting. Uh, yeah, sick. But I also am somewhat of a real. Uh, well, not that you guys aren't realist, but my next thought is: Wait a second, how did this guy crash? You know, how how was he going fast? What was he doing? I have to get over the sadness or the surprise quickly and get to the. How yeah. did he crash? Yeah, yeah. You know? I was given a lesson. My son called. I usually don't answer the phone, but when the kids call, I answer and. And he told he said, did you hear about Tiger? He flipped his car. And I said, is he going to live? He said, I don't know. And I completely it was, you know, was my stuff, my heart dropped and I couldn't even complete a sentence for the next two yeah. or three minutes. Yeah. All right. Let's pivot to a couple of things I want to talk about. Cam versus the kid at camp. Both of you guys, Ooh. both of you guys understand youth sports. And kids today, and I want both of your perspectives on this. We'll start with you, Mr. Ronis. What'd you make of Cam Newton versus the kid calling him washed up and uh, a free agent? I was sickened by the child's behavior. Sickened. And I was sickened by the adults not removing him immediately. And um, where were the adults? The adults are not adults on most flag football fields. There are very few adults. Um, I'm I'm saying there are adults of age, but you go to a flag football tournament, um, especially a national one, and there are very few people who resemble adults. Adults, right? On they're 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 older people who are <laughs> who are grown they're up, awful. but they don't act like adults, right? Yes. And the fact that someone didn't immediately step in and almost virtually grabbed this kid by the throat and put him aside um, was disgusting. Why? So I don't say, yeah. I think Cam Newton, I think he almost, I think he handled it. You know, he almost wanted to talk to the kid in real about why this well, kid was even spouting off he, like this. He did talk to him a little bit wrong. He did talk to him later. I, I thought Ronnie Cam lowered himself to the kid's level needlessly. By saying, I'm rich. Well, this is a quick conversation on my end. I didn't see it. I'm looking at it as we speak. Wow. Yeah, I don't want, I got to tell you, it's not good for for podcasts, but I don't watch a lot of TV shows anymore. I I totally admire that. Although you still need to see the Tiger documentary. So do you, John (laughs) Ronas. I might watch it now. Yeah, I'm going to make you guys watch that shit. 
So yeah, Ron, I've you seen, need you I've need seen so much of this nonsense <clears throat> in youth sports. Yeah. That it was just another instance where you know what, nothing got learned, nothing got taught. Right. Well, and of course, a- the sad thing is, one of the other teenage kids made sure he had his cell phone rolling, and then mm-hmm. instantly posted it to TikTok with a snarky little title. Cam was a little mad with a crying emoji, like "Ha ha! Look, my buddy." was able to get under Cam Newton's skin, and they got into a verbal altercation. Chasing clout, getting over, likes, clicks, followers, nonsense. Oh, yeah. Public, any, any public um, disrespect, you know, that's going to, that gets the hits. Sure. That gets the hits. Sure. All right. Uh, then we'll end on this, Ron. I was a DJ in Mexico on this on this catamaran outing that me and some of the listeners took off the coast of Mexico. And I quickly realized one truth about being in charge of the music for a large and diverse group of people. Mm -hmm. Everybody, Ron, thinks they're a great DJ. But they don't want the pressure of having to put the playlist together. (laughs) No, you're exactly right. And, uh, You've got it to be a good DJ, which I am and was and will forever be, is you've got to follow your heart. You've got to play what you think, what you feel is the right song at the time. And playlists are never a good idea. It's really? got to be. Yeah, it's got to be. you got to feel a, the, the, the vibe of the room, so to speak. Totally. Totally. You got to look around when I'm doing a wedding. I look around. I, if I can just get a couple faces over here and I see them digging it and hey, you just got to play the room. Um, but you know, it's hard when you're also hosting all these people there, you're not able to have your face buried into your well iPod or phone or whatever, but it's funny. I played, I played what I thought were two good country songs in a row. And okay. my producer, Josh is like, what is this boots on the beach? I'm like, well, fuck well, you then, two well, good also, country songs in a row that qualifies as a, as a country jamboree. Just go with hey, it. Sc- screw Josh. Cause you got to go with it because you can't, once you start saying shit about the DJ, who's put in a lot of time and effort. Well, I, I did. That's actually. not cool. I didn't oh, put. A, you, I didn't you're put a, no, the initiative. No, because I, I, well, I took it over because somebody else had their phone hooked up to the boat speaker system, and they didn't really do their playlist right, so I had to take right. over. And it was just funny because I'm like, okay, I'm searching my music, searching my music, and because much of the music on my phone is not downloaded, and I yeah. didn't have internet, I couldn't just call up whatever song people wanted. Oh, I see. I yeah, see. I was going to say, say, being in a band, right, when we first started out and we had to play 30 songs, we had 30 songs that we knew. That was it. <laughs> that was it. And so your playlist, you were playing those 30 songs. No now matter we what. Have probably, what's, yeah, we probably have now 150 songs that we know. And just like Ronnie said, you got to, we never go by our set list. We pull one out, but we never go by it because you get a feel for who the crowd is, yeah. what's going on. So, you have to do it a bunch of times before yeah. you kind of get that right. So, you know, good for you for just sticking your neck out and doing it. And yep. who cares? Because yep. you know what? 95% of the people were loving it. And really, 90% of the people weren't even listening. Who Isn't knows that it, the truth? Who knows if it was 90%, but uh, I had a few hits in there. I went back to the 70s, you know. 70s yeah. soul, can't go wrong with that. A little earth, wind, and fire. Pick right. people up just a bit. 
And then I just said more cocktails. Everybody get more drunk, and that's how it'll work. All right, boys. I can't wait to get back together for a full Capital Golf Gang. That should start sometime in March. Yep. Good. Hey, let's all take a deep uh, breath and a sigh of relief that Tiger Woods is alive. Amen. Absolutely. All right. Very good, boys. We'll talk to you soon. Thanks. See you guys. Take care. Man, I so want to be Ron Thomas in so many ways. He had not seen nor heard of the Cam Newton thing with the kid. That That is great. God, I wish I could unplug that much. But I guess in my line of work and with what I do, it's just not feasible. All right, file this one under civics, not politics, Just because the NFL season is now firmly in the rearview mirror does not mean the betting season is over. Oh, no, 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 no. There is still plenty of opportunities to put a little something-something on the games. The NBA, college basketball, NHL, yes, golf. No matter what tickles your fancy, there is still plenty of action to whet your appetite. But just remember, where you bet is every bit as important, if not more so, than what you're betting on. That's why I tell my friends to go to mybookie.com. A-G. Oh, but my state just approved it. There's a big DraftKings fan duel, whatever. No, 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 no. Johnny come latelys. My bookie has been ahead of the game for years now. And why does that matter? Oh, I don't know. In a million ways. Better lines, better payouts, less rules. You name it. Plus, you get a bonus with me at mybookie.ag. Use promo code ZABE, Charlie, Zulu, Alpha, Bravo, Echo, and have your deposit matched halfway up to $1,000. Now, make sure you read the rules on payouts regarding bonus wagering. It does require certain levels of wagering to collect your money. But if you just want to bet straight up, you don't want the deposit, you want to make a one-time bet for a million dollars, win it, and then walk away, Fine, you can do that as well. That's a free cash bonus for making your deposit. Use promo code ZABE to claim the offer. Bet, win, and most importantly, get paid with my bookie today. Civics. See, I define politics as debates about, well, the Democrats want to index capital gains taxes to inflation. That's a bad idea. Or the Republicans want to increase the military presence in country X. I think that's a bad idea. Policy versus policy That's, to me, politics. Also, politics is, how are we going to win this election? Who are we going to appeal to? Is it suburban moms? Is it inner city? Is it minorities? Where are we going to spend our money? What states are crucial? That's politics. Civics is a broader discussion of how the country is being run and how we are as a nation. So take a listen to this clip from an already rare Joe Biden appearance just one month into office. He is not out in front of the mics very much at all compared to most presidents in their first month alone. This was at a speaking engagement with the Prime Minister of Canada, Justin Trudeau. The only way to spare more pain and more loss, the only way these millstones no longer mark our national morning. These milestones, I should say, no no longer mark our national morning. Now, you, you got to see the clip because during that pregnant pause, he's squinting really hard to look at the teleprompter and leaning forward. 
Whoa. That is a 78-year-old man who is sadly, tragically sliding rapidly into full-blown dementia. And he's got the nuclear codes. Or somebody handling him does. Now, it's amazing that this does not seem to bother too much half of the country. At least half, maybe more. Certainly doesn't bother the media. They're doing their best to just go, oh, nothing to see here. And they're not even engaging in, in reporting this, like, whoa, what? How long can this guy last? Like, the media should be like, hey, how come he keeps calling lids and he's not available? And we're we're doing we're jousting with you know his spokesperson every day and not hearing from him himself. Of course, I know many of you will say, look, the country was way worse under Trump. You didn't seem to have a problem with that. But that's a case of saying, well, your guy sucks, our guy might suck, but we don't want to talk about it. And, you know, there's got to be a better way. I mean, there's, seriously, this is insane. The only way to spare more pain and more loss, the only way these millstones no longer mark our national mourning, these milestones, I should say, no, no longer mo- mark our national mourning. You know, they used to make, Total fun of uh, George W. Bush because he obviously would kind of make up some words and he had a little way of speaking that was not as fluid or eloquent as some would like. This is times 10. And it'll be an interesting four years. If it is four years, and I would bet the under, that Biden is acting, in fact, president. But so be it. That's civics. That's not politics. It's not Dem versus R, Republican. It's not elephant versus donkey. It's just, you know, this is our president, right? Does this concern anybody? On the COVID front, vaccines are approaching 2 million per day. Estimates say at least 40% of the U.S. has been exposed already to the virus. And we're coming up on one year since Rudy Gobert touched all the mics and the world suddenly stopped. COVID hospitalizations are down in the last 14 days, and they're down in the 14 days prior to this 14 days in all 50 states and the District of Columbia. This includes states where schools are open and states where schools are closed, includes states where masks are mandated and those in which they are not. Blue state, red state, one state, two state, all of them down, down, down. That's good news. Here's some quitter, Twitter, <laughs> quitter, quick shots. Some Twitter quick shots. Somebody tweeted, how the fuck did a generation raised on South Park and Family Guy become so offended by everything? Good question. J.J. Watt says he's got the Packers and the Titans amongst teams in his sights for his free agency. Somebody tweeted, but if JJ Watt is being cryptic with his posts on purpose, those would be social media posts. And he is, we need to get the Taylor Swift super fans in on it because they figure out all of her hidden messages in like four seconds flat. Ryan Rossillo, formerly of ESPN now with the ringer says somebody should start a league pass alert account that tells us which NBA games are not in review at the moment. Funny, but sad. Replay continuing to ruin the enjoyment of sports as we once knew it. 
Tweet from an account called Gummy Bear. Experts worry. Officials say. I've now passed my rigorous journalistic training exam and I'm ready to write for the New York Times and the Washington Post. Amen to that. Five Oregon counties voted on leaving the state and escaping to what they call Greater Idaho. Holy shit. So in other words, five large Oregon counties are like, fuck this state. These people are crazy in Portland. (laughs) We want to be part of Idaho. You think in our lifetime we'll see state boundaries be rewritten because of political leanings and affiliations? Do you think we'll live long enough to see the United States of America split apart? Sounds awful. I would say I'm going to bet the over on that. I'll be dead if that ever happens. Sounds awful is complicated and full of peril, but maybe it's not the worst thing in the world. Massachusetts, one of the most liberal states in America, is apparently going to defy Biden's CDC guidance on school openings and go with a three-foot distance rule, not six feet, which, by the way, was a number made up out of thin air, and most of the European schools that are open don't go with six feet. They go with three feet if they go with anything. Chuck Hoskin Jr., principal chief of the Cherokee Nation, now says Jeep should stop using the name Cherokee on the company's flagship SUVs. Oh, by the way, Jeep has been using that Cherokee name since 1974. Disrespectful? I can't see how. But then maybe Chuck Hoskin Jr. is like, hey, could be some money from Jeep in this. Let's see if they jump off sides. Hey, stop using that. Okay, cut them a check for a million dollars. Speaking of Jeep, you saw the story about Bruce Springsteen getting a DUI. That Those charges have now been dropped. It was pretty much a setup on federal lands. He pled to a lesser charge of drinking on federal lands, but the reckless driving and the uh, DWI, which was very flimsy to begin with, has been dropped. So there's a <clears throat> reason to not jump all over the first reporting of any story until we know more of the facts. Illinois lawmakers want to ban the video game Grand Theft Auto after a recent spike in carjackings. That reads like it's from The Onion. It's a real story. They really want to do that. Somebody tweeted, yeah, because carjackings really went up as soon as that game came out 20 years ago. (laughs) It's been around forever. Yeah, that's it. Oh, I'm playing this video game where I can carjack somebody punch a prostitute in the face. Let's go do that in real life. Harry Shearer will no longer voice Simpsons characters that are black. Somebody else has now gotten the role of Dr. Hibbard. (laughs) Well, that's quite an entertaining development. And then there's this. He says, as it loads, a woman stopped her car abruptly because another car was following her closely behind and lit into the two young men in the car while she was pointing her cell phone camera at them. Here's how the exchange went down. I have a 
Leave me but, alone. Why do you keep following me? It's honestly so uh, creepy, and I'm going to call the cops. Okay? Ma'am. No, no, no. Because you guys aren't leaving me alone. And that's why women yeah, can't go out in the world by themselves because of guys like you. What? <laughs> okay? So stop you, following me. You have? Oh, like, you just, I, I don't know if you have like a like gas pro You have a thing hanging out of your car. What are you talking about? There's a literally a gas hose hanging out of your car. No one's being creeped. Oh. <laughs> she just no, walks away. I guess. And she pulls it out. Uh, there's the thank you. That's. Uh, oh, she's what? She's taking it with oh, her? Oh, she doesn't have it. Make sure you get all of it. <laughs> oh, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Well, close and then she drives away. My first inclination was that has to be a work, but she really did have a gas hose from the pump sticking out of her car. It happens. In fact, I know a guy whose wife had that happen and just recently was like, Hey, uh, well you go out and walk the dog, honey. Uh, there's a, some kind of hose sticking out from underneath the garage door. He goes to check it out. He's like, yeah, that's the hose from the gas pump. No. That'll be a wrap for today. Thank you very much for downloading. As always, join us on Fridays here on the ZabeCast. It is for our premium and membership subscribers. Four days a week for free. This week, it's actually just three because I owed my premium subscribers an extra day from last week. If you can't live without me for five days a week, that's the route to go. If you just want to support this whole endeavor and feel like, you know, I ought to pay you for the other days, even though they're technically free, it's five bucks a month. It's 11 months for the price, or 12 months for the price of 11 when you subscribe for a full year. Go to zabe.com slash premium and find out how to do it. If you just want to stay free, that's fine as well. Spread the word, though. Rate and review. Help please the algorithmic overlords. I would most appreciate it. Thank you for listening. Have yourself a great Thursday, and we will see you next time. Just because the NFL season is now firmly in the rearview mirror does not mean the betting season is over. Oh, no, 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 no. There is still plenty of opportunities to put a little something-something on the games. The NBA, college basketball, NHL, yes, golf. No matter what tickles your fancy, there is still plenty of action to whet your appetite. But just remember, where you bet is every bit as important, if not more so, than what you're betting on. That's why I tell my friends to go to mybookie.com. A-G. Oh, but my state just approved it. There's a big DraftKings fan duel, whatever. No, 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 no. Johnny come latelys. My bookie has been ahead of the game for years now. And why does that matter? Oh, I don't know. In a million ways. Better lines, better payouts, less rules. You name it. Plus, you get a bonus with me at mybookie.ag. Use promo code ZABE, Charlie, Zulu, Alpha, Bravo, Echo, and have your deposit matched halfway up to $1,000. Now, make sure you read the rules on payouts regarding 
bonus wagering. It does require certain levels of wagering to collect your money. But if you just want to bet straight up, you don't want the deposit, you want to make a one-time bet for a million dollars, win it, and then walk away, fine. You can do that as well. That's a free cash bonus for making your deposit. Use promo code ZABE to claim the offer. Bet, win, and most importantly, get paid with my bookie today.